Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, according to Luke. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. When he noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host who has invited both of you may come and say to you, give this person your place, and then in disgrace you would start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher, and then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He said also to the one who had invited him, when you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind. You will be blessed because they cannot repay you for you will be repaired at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. Take my words and speak through them. Take our ears and hear through them. Take our hearts and set them on fire with love for you, our Lord and our Redeemer. Amen. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about humility and pride, but I've worked on this for over a week, and at 2.30 this morning, God said, nope, we're going to do something else. <clears throat> Father Justin, a few weeks ago, did the same thing after the shooting that happened a few weeks ago, and yesterday, five more were killed and 21 people were injured, and it's very sad, and it's a difficult situation for us to address as human beings, believers in Christ, and all that we share and believe. Our life is a life of a humility, but we have to see ourselves realistically and we have to see ourselves in Christ. Humility is a self-regulating virtue. And so we can't get too high, nor do we need to get too low. If we get too high, God's going to put us down. If we get too low, God's going to say, I, I made you better than that. Most of us 
and I'm just learning, Don is trying to teach me, how to do social media. And I don't do it very often because she yelled at me the first time I did it. But when we post on social media, we need to be careful that we don't become boastful or write something that would make somebody else feel bad and do something in reaction. The gunman yesterday was killed. We don't know why, but the, the investigators will put together the puzzle of his life, and they will try and figure out what perhaps led him to that action. Wouldn't it be great if we had the ability to do that in advance and try and come up with a solution? My solution is God. God created each of us in his image. And because he created each of us, Every single human being in our community that we call the world has at least a little bit of good. God didn't create bad. He only created good. I've said this many times. Jesus is the only one that went from point A to point B in a straight line because he was perfect. The rest of us have wandered hither and yon. The younger we were when we were young, we wandered way over there and way over there. And then when you get to be older, you tend to, your wanderings tend to be less diverse. <clears throat> God sent his son, fully human, fully divine, to teach us about God and how we are to live. After Jesus was killed and was resurrected, the Holy Spirit stayed with us. The Holy Spirit is God within us, each of us, every moment of every day. And it is the Holy Spirit that we turn to as we praise and worship God and Jesus. About a week ago, well, Monday, I guess, Monday, I guess it was, I had a very good friend. I've known him for 35 years. He drifted away from God. He now may go to prison for his actions. He's lost his wife. His children have left him. One is starting to come back. But he knows that he did wrong. And he has come back to God. When I sat and listened to his story at lunch, I thought, I'm not going to abandon him no matter what he did. That isn't who I am. That's not who Jesus was. Jesus went 
And who was he with? The sinners, the beggars, all of the people who needed the help the most. The Pharisees in the lesson were going to try and sabotage Jesus and, and make him, discredit him and make him bad. He already knew. Just like the Holy Spirit that is within us knows everything that we do every moment of every day, whether we're asleep or awake. At 2.30, the Holy Spirit woke me up and said, Okay, Bill, we're going to do something different today. And as part of what I was thinking about as I tried to reprogram myself, I went through the congregation, and I thought of each one of you. I mean, your faces were right there. And it was, it was a joy. <clears throat> when I was young, I lived in the Finger Lakes, on, the, on one of the Finger Lakes, and we, had, we lived in a cove, and we had about 15 or 20 houses from one end of the cove to the other. I was going to tell you everybody's name because I still have them. I know exactly which house they were. I know exactly which color their house was, but I'm not going to bore you with that. The, the point was that if we did something wrong and I was at uh, Susan Warden's house, her parents would punish us. And then by the time we got on our bike and got home, I lived at the other end of the cove. It was about a mile long. Um, I get punished at home again. But we could, took care of each other. We knew our neighbors. We were all family. We were all one. Today, do you know your neighbors immediately to the house on this side or the house on this side or three doors down or five doors down? We don't. Why? Why? We are a family. We are all God's human children. We need to take care of each other. And when somebody is hurting, for whatever reason, our job as Christians is to go and help them. Most of you know I've been out on disaster response since May. I took an oath to God when he told me to do this that if I had my neighbors, whether they're in Sand Springs, Weber's Falls, Miami, Blackwell, if they needed help, I was to drop what I do and go help them. That's what it is to help your neighbor, to love your neighbor. The great commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your spirit. And the second commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. God doesn't want us to be prideful. If we're prideful, he's going to put us down. But if we love our neighbors and lift them up, he will lift us up also. I am hurt, I am angry, I am sorrowful, 
every night on television, for 55 minutes, you see all the bad stuff. For five minutes, I watch Channel 6, and I, the last five minutes is always a good story. It's a great story. The Marine that carried his fellow Marine who had no legs up a mountain so that he could see it. And why did he do it? He couldn't even answer because he's my brother. He deserves to see what's up there. And he took the time to take his brother and show him. It's our responsibility to support and love our neighbors, each of us. I've got a little thing I want to read here. See all these pages of good stuff. I'll read them again another day. Rabbi Shema Bunim, a great Polish Hasidic master, taught that everyone must have two pockets with a note in each pocket so that he or she can reach down into one or the other depending on their need. When feeling lowly or depressed, discouraged or uh, disconsolate, they reach into their right pocket And there are the words, the world was created for me. But when feeling high and mighty, they reach into their left pocket and find the words, I am but dust and ashes. So in reality, when we humble ourselves, we are exalted. So if you dip into your left pocket, you'll always wind up in your right pocket. So remember, left pocket first. No proud, self-exalting persons who trust in their own merit shall ever enter the kingdom of God. Only humble, modest persons who trust in the merit of Jesus Christ shall enter the and the kingdom of God. I found this in an old sermon from a preacher I don't know, and it reads, If someone asked you, what would you say to God if he said to you, why should I let you into my heaven? Here's some of the wrong answers. I deserve to be here. I live a good life. I try and obey your law. I go to church. And so on and so on. The right answer is only by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Only by grace alone through faith alone, in Christ alone. I pray that that is your answer today. At the 9 o'clock service, I asked everyone, if you're with your spouse or your partner, your child, 
or if your spouse isn't here, imagine they're here, turn and look into their eyes right now, just for a moment. Do you see the spark of love that you've had for a short time or for a long time? That's the love of God. That's the same love that God has for us. Yesterday, I was fortunate. Carrie was there. Will was there. We watched Father Keith and Deborah get married. And I could see the love of God between them. I could see it in their eyes. I told Deborah, I said, you smiled. That's the first time I think I've seen her smile. But she smiled, and she has a beautiful smile. Because she had that love of God, the love of Father Keith, just as he has it for her. It was a beautiful experience. I don't know how many of you get Father Keith's morning prayers, but I do. And so I'm closing with this from him this morning. We have constantly heard Christ Jesus tell his disciples and those around him, That service to others is a heavenly law. Let us remember that as we walk this earth, we are to serve those around us. Remember, your smile, your hello, or even a moment standing with someone, no matter where they are in this life, is the kindness of Christ living present through us. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org and peace be with you.